someone do something about it. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. From deadlifting to diet plans and running to redemption stories, we're talking all things health and wellness to inform and inspire you. It's Fitness Friday with the holiest health nut, Brother Noah. Welcome back to the Elijah Har Show. Isn't it fun to do that intro? It is fun. Hey, it's <laughs> Fitness Friday. Today's fitness guest, one of the... I'd call him one of the goats of American Ninja Warrior. He's a he's a multiple time last ninja standing. It's the weatherman Joe Morovsky. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, <laughs> always so funny, you know, throwing around that goat uh, <laughs> title. You know, there's so many amazing ninjas on American Ninja Warrior, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm just thankful that uh, I have one person out there that thinks that <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. It's, uh, keeps me going. Jill, I'd say most people that are listening to us have at some point watched American Ninja Warrior, but for those of our listeners that may not have try to explain what American Ninja Warrior is. Oh, this is so funny because honestly, this is why at 34 years old, I still feel like uh, a teenager. Uh, my job essentially on American Ninja Warrior is, to not fall off of an obstacle course into the water. It's like playing on a playground for adults. Uh, it's so much fun, and it keeps me in shape, keeps me active, keeps me healthy. And, you know, having three kids of my own uh, now at this point in my life, it's, it's even better because, you know, my workplace is their playground, and it's so much fun. So you've, you've been on the show, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, for 10 seasons, is that right? So I've been on the show for 10 years. 10 years. Um, which it doesn't exactly line up to 10 seasons just because, for example, this year, um, I don't know what the reason being was that we did this, but we, we filmed back-to-back seasons. So season 15 and season 16 both filmed pretty much within a week of each other uh, for the qualifiers and semifinals. And then in Vegas, the, the Vegas finals of 15 and 16 were shot back-to-back weeks. Uh, so if, if you were one of the lucky ones to make it to season 15 Vegas finals and then uh, season 16 Vegas finals, you pretty much stayed out there the entire time. So it was pretty crazy. I think when you add them all up, uh, we're talking, let's see, season 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, what is that, 12 seasons? So pretty crazy. I, I don't even – it's kind of scary how I lost count. How did you even get into uh, participating in this? So, you know, just like you guys said, right, Uh if you haven't seen American Ninja War on TV, there's a good chance you've heard of it at this point, uh, being as, you know, it's been on TV for so many years. Um, you know, I watched the original version, which was on G4, I believe, an old channel on, uh, on cable, the cable network. Um, and essentially it was the Japanese version of Ninja, which was called Sasuke or is called Sasuke. It still goes on today. I don't even know how many seasons they're at. They're like in the thirties or forties when it comes to the seasons. Um, but that was what I saw first. I saw this, uh, this ninja warrior on TV, and I was like, wow, this, this stuff's really cool. It doesn't look too hard. Like, why are these guys falling? I, I actually just had a conversation on Reddit with somebody. Um, uh, I love uh, kind of l- looking around on Reddit every once in a while. And uh, I saw somebody say, you know, competitors out there that have competed on the show, I know there's a few of you that, that stalk the Reddit pages here. Uh, you know, what got you onto the show? And honestly, what got me onto the show uh, was that exact thought. I was like, you know what? I, I don't understand why these amazing athletes can't 
swing on a rope and land on a platform, or they can't do these laches in the air, jumping from bar to bar with their hands. It's like, that doesn't look too hard. And now obviously you get to a point on the course where it is hard. It does require some specific skills and uh, technical prowess, but uh, that, you know, in the early generations of Ninja was not until very late in the game uh, on the show. And so I was able to manage doing pretty well for a long amount of time until I finally hit that wall of like, wow, I didn't know what I was getting myself into there. <laughs> what What was your uh, physical background prior to going on Ninja Warrior? So I, you know, I didn't have Ninja Warrior growing up like a lot of these kids do nowadays, right? A lot of these four-year-olds are, are watching us compete on the show and they're like, I want to do that. And their parents end up building them something in their yard or in their basement. And so, you know, I didn't have that growing up. Um, I was just a multi-sport, uh, you know, high-level athlete, basketball, baseball, soccer, uh, through high school uh, in, on varsity and then in college. Uh, I tried out for the baseball team and was actually on the bubble to make it. And then <laughs> we had a game on Easter. It was a uh, it was a scrimmage. And we were still having tryouts, but since I was on the bubble, he was like, all right, well, we're going to make the decision after the scrimmage. And uh, – I was like, the game's on Easter, and, you know, I'm just like this freshman college kid. I'm like, family time is so important to me. And I was like, you know what, Coach? Like, I love baseball, but I want to be with my family. And it was just this weird decision that, like, I still, still to this day, probably would have done the same thing. Just at that time in my life, it was so important to me. Uh, and so I, I missed out on the game. I ended up not making the team. And it's funny because my dream growing up was to always be a professional athlete of some sort plus a, a weatherman, which it was uh, what I was going to college for. And I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't be both. I just, I don't see how that's going to happen. So I decided to focus on the meteorology portion of my life. And uh, sure enough, you know, American Ninja Warrior loved the fact that I was going to be, or just had become a, a meteorologist. And that's what got me on American Ninja Warrior. That, that's kind of what set me apart. And uh, who would have thought, right? <laughs> so here I am today, Joe Morowski, the weatherman. Whether or not I'm practicing currently or not, I guess it's irrelevant, but always going to be known as the weatherman. Absolutely. I think that's one thing that endeared people to you as well was you were just a normal-looking guy. You weren't all muscled out. You were just a guy, yep. and people could relate to that. So, that, yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you brought up kids. I, I train a couple kids locally. One of them is eight. He does Ninja Warrior training once a week. What... I think that's one of the coolest parts of Ninja Warrior is how it can span such a massively wide age range. I know you do coaching. What? Uh, tell us how young or old you coach. So, I mean, if we're if we're talking about my my kids here in the house, I mean, my two year old is always asking to go up pull up bar, and it's always really funny to see that he's like, "Dad, up, up," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, bud, let's go and let's let's see those pull ups." <laughs> so, you know, my my two year old he. We, I would say we have begun. We have begun our training, but officially in the gym, we're not coaching kids uh, younger than five just because it is tough. You know, once, once they hit kindergarten, they have a little more structure in their life. It is easier uh, for the kids to be coached. You know, before that, it's tough because a lot of kids, uh, it, it varies greatly between kids that have had formal uh, coaching or, or just a, a teacher. Um, so five-year-olds is pretty much the youngest we do. And then we have, I mean, we have adults up to, I mean, 65 years old that come in the gym. Uh, they're not going to be coming in as frequently as maybe the, the 15 to 30-year-olds. Um, but I do. I've, I've trained 60 to 65-year-olds uh, coming to the gym. And it's always so cool to see that. You know, it's cool to see the dad come in with the son or even a, a you know, a, a mentor uh, 
like an old teacher, for example. I think I've even had a, an old teacher of mine come down to the gym, which was really cool. So you never know who you're going to see. And like you said, you know, Ninja Warrior is kind of not about those big buff guys or girls. A lot of ninjas are really unassuming. You don't really know that that particular person is just going to excel at Ninja Warrior because it's just a, um, it's a, a wide variety of skills that you need to be uh, successful. You know, you got to be fast. You got to be strong. You got to be uh, agile and, and just quick on your feet. Like you have to think it, it, it's almost like you have to react. There is no thinking. You have to be able to think before you go. So there's just so many, so many variables that go into becoming a great ninja. And honestly, like you said, uh, the ones that are unassuming that are not six foot five, 220 pounds, you know, that that's more for the traditional sports. Uh, when it comes to ninja, I mean, you want to be like a climber. So we watch you on TV. I know you watch yourself on TV. What is it like? Um, what is the real Ninja Warrior versus the TV version? I guess is it is it as streamlined as it appears on TV? Or are there big time commercial breaks? How how does all that work? Well, yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, that's probably the hardest, most difficult obstacle. Uh, when it comes to filming for the show, uh, you know, I live in Connecticut and this year, for example, the, uh, the qualifiers were filmed out in LA on the back lot, at universal studios. And that's already a three hour time difference, right? So from Connecticut, East coast, West coast. Um, when I get out to the West coast, I change over my sleep schedule. Um, and that's probably the hardest part because we film overnight. Uh, we don't start filming until we usually get to set about 6 PM. We don't start filming till 9 p.m. and we go through the night until about 5 a.m. And then we do it again the next night. And uh, like I was saying about the Vegas finals, you know, if you have back-to-back nights with back-to-back seasons, it's even worse, uh, not to mention the three-hour time difference. So that's probably the hardest obstacle is being able to just stay focused, stay awake, uh, stay ready. Don't try to have that adrenaline dump too early, especially if you're a new athlete, right? If you're a new athlete to – ninja warrior and you're coming out here and you see all the lights the cameras and the excitement it's very easy to blow through that adrenaline early and all of a sudden you hit this low and you're like oh no it's two in the morning and i got another hour till i run and it's just managing and uh you know that comes with experience and obviously i've done this many many years so i'm pretty good at it now at this point i know when it's time to get excited i know when it's time to get warmed up um but it's tough and that's probably the hardest part of the entire show is that so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a minute. I know you went to school for meteorology. Did you were you actually a practicing weatherman when you first went on the show? <laughs> there we go. That's the question right there. Most <laughs> people think that I was a practicing meteorologist, and the truth is, I was not. I was actually just graduated college, um, and I was looking for a job. And in my submission video, I actually say um, I'm a meteorologist, but you know I'm still looking for a job. Maybe this will help. And I kind of like jokingly said, you know. Maybe getting on the show will help. Uh, and it did, which was kind of funny. Uh, News 12, Connecticut, and a few other stations reached out. But um, with the flexibility of News 12, I ended up working with them as a freelance meteorologist. So I would just fill in uh, if we had, like, severe storms, uh, winter storms, hurricanes. I, you know, I came in. I was on the go a lot. So I was in the car, uh, and they would cut live to me. Hey, Joe, how are the roads down there? I'd be like, oh, guys, I would definitely try to stay off the roads today. <laughs> uh, you know, we have, a lot of, we have a lot of snow really piling up on the off-ramps, and uh, plows haven't really made it on the Merritt Park. You know, so I would, I would go into it and just kind of talk, and, and it was fun. Um, but I realized, you know, as a meteorologist, yes, I love it. 
and it is fun and it is always changing and it is always exciting. But the problem is I don't get to stay in shape doing that. That's just another, uh, I don't know, a a job I wasn't ready for. And uh, being 34 years old, I figured, you know what? I have a limited amount of years left to do this. So I'm sticking to Ninja as long as I can. (laughs) Joe, you've competed in quite a few of these. What was your favorite one? Oh, man. Um, They all have such sweet moments, right? Um, I would have to say... Man, I, you got me here. You got me. I, I'll tell you that. All right. Well, when people ask me, how about this? Let me answer it like this. When people ask me, Joe, what's your favorite obstacle? My single favorite obstacle. I always say the mega wall. And they're like, the mega wall? Why, why one obstacle where you're just climbing a wall and trying to get it? Well, I was like, well, that's the only obstacle that when you beat it, you get paid. <laughs> so the mega wall for the, the listeners out there is the final obstacle of the city qualifiers. If you make it up the 18 and a half foot wall, it's actually, it used to be 18 feet, but this season's at 18 and a half. If you make it up that wall in one attempt, you win $10,000. Um, and so I, I would say kind of backpacking off that I had failed that obstacle twice, um, before getting out my third time, um, in, in my third season after trying it two other seasons. Um, and you're only allowed one try. And then if you don't make it, you move on. Um, so I'd say that season, the season I first caught the mega wall, I, I had never had emotions like that kind of come out and it kind of, I don't know. It almost like unlocked a new emotional level for me. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but as I think about it, I, I don't know, like I never really got as fired up for finishing a course uh, as I did when I would hit a mega wall, it's just something different. Maybe it's because you're getting paid ten grand. I don't know, um, but that's probably I would say one of my favorite course runs was the mega wall course runs. I, I, kind of a last question here for um, I know obviously you've parlayed parlayed this success into a career, having your own uh, ninja warrior and and uh, traveling and things of that nature. For the average guy that goes and tries out for Ninja Warrior, this isn't a money-making venture, I would assume, for just the average guy. Yeah, I mean, it is. If you're looking at trying to make a career out of being a professional ninja athlete, yeah, it's it's very slim, uh, slim to none when it comes to to doing that. You know, there's just a handful of ninjas that have made a a career out of this over the long run. Um, but the opportunities within the gyms, uh, the growth within uh, coaching and management and opening new gyms, franchising and uh, everything. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, but if we're strictly speaking, you know, about, let's just say, somebody's success on the show and, and like endorsement deals and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm one of the few very blessed and very lucky people to have had those opportunities. And uh, uh, I mean... If you're looking for that, it is tough, but anything's possible. I mean, hey, Joe, Joe the weatherman made it, so <laughs> anything's possible, right? Joe, as we do every day, we finish up with two questions. First question of the day today. Question of the day today, uh, it's, it's a different question every single day. Everybody has to answer the question. Question of the day today is, what's a red flag in any relationship, friendship, whatever it might be? What's a red flag that you always say, if I see this, this is a big sign that something's going wrong? Oh, okay. Um Red flag in just any relationship. I mean, I've seen, I've seen friends and, and I've seen, I've heard about this. And uh, I would say a good red flag to watch out for is if somebody needs to look in your phone, like, hey, I, I want to see in your phone who you're talking to. Um, 
I unfortunately was like that as a high schooler. I was the worst, and I, I feel so bad. <laughs> I've done a lot of growing since then, and I would call myself out uh, on that one. So I would say, yeah, snooping, snooping on the phone and not, not being able to trust your partner, that's tough. So that's a red flag for me. Final question. Uh, obviously, a lot of people know who you are, but uh, is there a way, if anybody wants to follow along with your success on social media, how do they do that? I kept it simple. It used to be a little harder to find me, but now it's just my, my first and last name, Joe Morofsky, M-O-R-A-V-S-K-Y. You can find me. You can type that in, JoeMorofsky.com. I'm Joe Morofsky on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Facebook. I'm, I'm all over the place. And uh, send me a message. Joe, thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was Joe Morofsky of American Ninja Warrior. We're going to be right back. We're going to have our Mount Rushmore we're going to pick today our favorite, our Mount Rushmore of biblical heroes. Stick around for that. Somehow you managed to get me talking too much. Yeah, there's a rhythm. Yeah, there's a feeling. Oh, we've been kicking these words around too long. 